ladies and gentlemen, we are in uncharted waters. Not just in wrestling, but in the world. This is the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast, which is truly, I am the franchise. And I say that we are in uncharted territory, uncharted water, because I've been watching wrestling since I was five. I'm 33 years old. In the 28 years that I've been watching this entertainment that I've grown to love, I've never experienced a pandemic in my 33 years, but in my 28 years, I've never experienced a situation like we are facing right now. And that situation is at the cusp of what is the granddaddy of them all, the showcase of the immortals and arguably where wrestling fans come together to showcase our fandom, to showcase our love for this business. And it's not just within the WWE, but it's also with AEW, Ring of Honor. Like when WrestleMania happens, the wrestling world comes together. Okay. But now that's not going to happen with the coronavirus, COVID-19. It's shut everything down. The world is on pause. Yet we're like a week and a half away from what a lot of people in the wrestling community is deeming as going to be the worst WrestleMania in history. The 36 years of WrestleMania being of an existence, everybody, everybody across the board is feeling like rest, this WrestleMania is going to be trash. It's no longer going to be in Tampa. It's going to be at the Performance Center and it's going to be at the Performance Center in an empty arena. Now, ever since this pandemic of the coronavirus surfaced, there have been the NBA as, you know, for everybody knows, I'm not going to say for those that don't know, but the NBA canceled their season. The XFL, well, they didn't cancel. They postponed their season. XFL canceled their season. And there's a reason why they canceled their season, if you think about it, because if, you know, they were to resume, it's going to interfere with the NFL. And the XFL is an alternative. It's kind of like, okay, you, we got our NFL, Super Bowl's over, football's over. Not quite. XFL comes out a week, I think it's a week or two after the NFL season is officially over after the Super Bowl. So it kind of keeps you going. It, it keeps that fix for those that are football fanatics. That stopped because you're, they're not going to interfere with the NFL. They're going to kind of be that buffer in between the offseason. So, and it, all sporting events have shut down, all but one. And that's professional wrestling. AEW and WWE. 
and they're doing it in the combines of empty arenas. AEW actually did a good thing because what they did is they had some the first time they had wrestlers in the arena, like in the audience. Which, okay, I get it. Makes sense. So WWE doesn't do this. WWE actually does the opposite. It's empty. And their production, the camera works was kind of sketchy. It was kind of iffy. This past week, this past Monday, they tweaked it a little bit. They made it, it, it was more understanding. Now, me personally, if I was working there, I would have it like how NXT takeovers are. And I said this before in a previous episode. The reason why I love takeovers is because what they do is the production of it. They shut the lights off in the crowd and they focus in on the ring. What's going on in the ring. That's what they do. They don't focus on the crowd because the crowd kind of, I won't say kind of, the crowd dictates the match. Okay. The crowd is the leading force, which is why a lot of wrestling fans feel like WrestleMania is going to, it's not going to have that same effect, which is why I feel like certain matches that we thought the out, we kind of predicted the outcome, that outcome is going to change. I'm going to get into that a little bit later when I run through this card. By the way, this is not a prediction show. I'm not predicting anything. I'm just wanting to talk about what's going on in the state of wrestling and my opinion and beliefs on certain things that they're doing. So one of the biggest things that they, you know, had is the lighting and the setting and all this. But I just feel like if you just dumb out, like you black out the empty seats, but you focus in on the ring it kind of takes away from the fact that we know there's no one there. And sometimes what I do is I listen, I watch wrestling matches. Sometimes I watch it without audio, with no sound. Because as I said, the audience, I can sit there and say, you know, that was kind of a good match, but the crowd, if they're booing it or if they're just like, Oh, no, no, you know, they, they can, they can toy with your emotion to the match. Okay. It's kind of like how I was just watching a, a podcast on YouTube and there, and it had, um, one of my favorite analysts, former hall of famer, Shannon Sharp. And he was saying how he doesn't watch football games with audio because when he's preparing for a show, he doesn't want the announcer's judgment or he doesn't want the announcers to sway what he has to say. And I feel the same way. I don't want to watch some wrestling matches because I don't want the audience to sway my opinion or sway my views on the, either the match or 
the whole show in itself. So, so now they've decided to move WrestleMania to the Performance Center. And then they decided to go with the following as their tagline for WrestleMania. Too big for just one night. Too big for just one night. Now, (sighs) I want to clarify something to you. WrestleMania 35 last year started at 5.30. It ended at 11.59. Too big for one night, but it ended at 11.59. And on top of that, right now on paper, I'm looking at the card for WrestleMania right now. For WrestleMania 36, there's 13 matches for WrestleMania 36. WrestleMania 35 had three more matches, 16. And yet, it's this WrestleMania is too big for one night. Now, a lot of people are like, why are they doing this? Why are they going to the length of two nights Saturday. Why? Why? I'm going to tell you why. I feel like the reason they're doing this is for one reason and one reason only. They need something to replace TakeOver. Because if you look at it, TakeOver was supposed to be on Saturday. And they haven't said anything about a takeover happening. Hell, NXT hasn't really talked about takeover. So with me thinking, with me thinking and knowing that they haven't said nothing about a takeover, I mean they just announced, I believe it was yesterday that Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano will have their final match, I believe, on the NXT in two weeks, I believe they said, which was going to be on the 8th, I believe. I believe that's what they said. I believe Triple H said that last night. Yes, on the 8th, in two weeks, they will have this match. And I believe Keith Lee is in a triple threat match for the North American title. Um, but nothing about Adam Cole defending his title against Velveteen Dream. I know, I believe he's, Velveteen is taking on Roderick Strong or Bobby Fish, one of the people from Undisputed Era. But that's why I believe that's happening. Because you're not having a Hall of Fame ceremony, which I feel extremely bad for Batista the NWO, um, the Bella Twins, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, Davy Boy Smith, British Bulldog, he was, I believe, the latest one to officially be announced. I know Jushin um, Thunder Liger, he was announced for the Hall of Fame as well. But, you know, now they won't be able to have it unless you just have one big class 
for 2021 for WrestleMania 37 in Hollywood, which would be more fitting for Batista to go in in Hollywood because he's a movie star. But then you got to look into who's going to be the headliner because I believe the headliner for this year would have been Batista. I think it would have been Batista. If you do it for Hollywood, a lot of people based off of the regions, that's one of the things that they were saying is based off of regional, those are who's going to be there. Now, a lot of people feel Hollywood, you have to put The Rock in for this one. The Rock has to be at this WrestleMania for next year, but I'm not here to discuss that. Okay. I'm, I'm not here to discuss those situations. Okay. So I think that now a lot of people have asked me what my opinion is going forward with this WrestleMania. And to be honest with you, I personally think that they should have postponed it. I don't think that it is worth all this. A lot of people are like Vince McMahon and the WWE is looking for money. This is all for money. They're not gaining nothing. If you really, truly think about it, it's at their performance center. And there's no crowd. They feed off. That's the that's where the money comes in. The money comes in from ticket sales. Money comes in from merch sales. The money comes in from their uh, access, their, their big events that they have throughout that weekend. They're not gaining nothing from this. If people want to be like, well, the network, they've never discussed the numbers that they get from network subscriptions. They never discussed that. So for you to say that it's a money grab, it's not really. They're not gaining nothing from this. They're not gaining any financial gain from dealing with this event. Postpone it. Take your super show. Make a super show. Similar to what you do in Saudi and what you did in Australia and make a WrestleMania type of event for this show. That's what I would do. I would take (laughs) this card, postpone it and just do it for a later day. This WrestleMania, just forget it. Okay. Because because nothing can happen. There's no gain from this. Now, when I say there's no gain, let's take a look at the WWE heavyweight title, Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Now we all know, and we all predicted Drew McIntyre was going to be victorious. Now think about this. Think about this. Drew McIntyre successfully gains the WWE title, right? And he goes 
And it goes one, two, three, ding, ding, ding. There's no crowd reaction. Now imagine Drew McIntyre doing his pose on the top rope and he's holding the belt and there's the WrestleMania sign in the back. Even like just, just picture that. The WrestleMania sign in the background. But there's no fucking there's no eruption. There's no crowd interaction. The crowd is not going in a frenzy over this. Because this man literally if you know Drew McIntyre's story, you know what he had done. You know all the trials and errors that he's been through, the trials, the tribulations, everything for him to come back and he wins the title to an empty arena, no reaction on the biggest stage. I don't think Vince wants that. So I won't be surprised if Brock Lesnar retains that heavyweight title. I won't be surprised. Not at all. You take a look at Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. We know that ain't going to change. Because the one thing that I will tell you is this probably benefits Roman Reigns the most out of everyone. Because you're not getting a boo. You're not getting a cheer. You're getting nothing. And that's good. For me, that's good because no reaction to Roman is, I'm not going to say it's better than nothing, but this match, no one really wanted to see this match. No one did. They really didn't want to see this match. So I won't be surprised. But since we're on WrestleMania, I feel like with it being too big for one night, Right now, there's 13 matches. We have, I'm going to go through Raw's card and then SmackDown's. And then I'm going to tell you what I heard and my opinion of what I think is going to happen. So on the Raw side, we have Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. We have, this is a Raw match because Charlotte is from Raw, but we have Charlotte Flair facing Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's title. We have AJ Styles versus Undertaker. We have in a boneyard match, which is a graveyard match. You know, okay. Uh, we have Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. We have the Street Profits going against Andrade and Angel Garza. And we have Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley. And in a last man standing match, we have Edge versus Randy Orton. SmackDown side, we have Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. We have John Cena versus... Oh... Another match for Raw is Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch for the WWE Raw Women's title. Back to SmackDown. You have John Cena versus The Fiend. 
You have Bailey defending her SmackDown Women's title in a fatal five-way elimination match pending Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina. You have Miz and Morrison versus the winner of the New Day versus Uso match. And you have Elias versus King Corbin. Too big for one night. I have a feeling that SmackDown will have one night. Raw will have one night. I feel like Raw will probably have Saturday. SmackDown will have Sunday. Because I think that they want the whole WrestleMania weekend to end with Roman Reigns winning that title. That's what I think. I sincerely feel like they are going to have SmackDown go to the second night and have Roman Reigns win. Now, it's also being reported that a lot of the matches are in the works now being pre-taped. I have no problem if you pre-tape these matches. I have none. If you have the Barnyard match between Undertaker and AJ Styles, have it in a secluded area, have it in an actual graveyard, or have it somewhere out of the elements of the rink of this performance center, right? The one match that I'm looking forward to in the sense of production, if this is pre-taped John Cena versus Bray Wyatt the Fiend and here's why it is being reported okay it is being reported and I'm trying to find this article that I actually found and I sent it to one of my friends that WWE and I found it is from Ringside News that WWE reportedly is going in a unique direction for John Cena versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania 36. This was reported by H. Jenkins and the following is stated. WWE had caught a few audibles on the road to WrestleMania 36. Due to the current situation in the world, the show of shows will look very different this year. One match will reportedly get a full-blown movie treatment. According to Brad Shepard, WWE is planning to go in a very unique direction for John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. This will include somatic elements filmed in a warehouse, and John Cena is also involved creatively. According to a source in the WWE, the John Cena versus Bray Wyatt match is going to be is getting the full-blown movie treatment as I alluded to below last week. I'm told that it will have a very unique look and feel. They're doing the match in a warehouse and John Cena is involved creatively. Now, when I sent this to my friend and we talked about this, he thought of the House of Horrors match between him and between Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton and how it was it 
it could have been better, right? But I'm not holding, I was, I'm not holding anything back. I'm not going into this thinking like, man, like this shit about to be horrible. I'm not trying to go into this weekend, WrestleMania weekend. I'm not trying to go into WrestleMania weekend with that mindset, with feeling like, you know, this is going to be a shit show. This is going to be horrible. This is going to be just as backwards to fucking throw the WrestleMania away. I'm not. I'm going into it with the expectations that they're going to try the best with what they have. They have to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Literally. And we get to see because here's the thing. With it being pre-recorded, you know how many takes you can do? You know how much you can tweak and be like, okay, let's let's redo it, but let's do it with this. Okay, let's Take this angle because it's going to be they're going to post production. I've I've done post production. So I know. All right. You know what? I don't want to I don't want to use this shot. I don't like this shot. We're going to use this shot. So you have now time. You have almost a week and a half of just working on this. That's the benefit to them right now. That's why I'm not saying that this is going to be a very shitty show. I'm not going to think that. Now, with this Bray Wyatt, um, John Cena match, they can do a lot. You can do it where, because if you look at it, if you if you think about their history, okay, you can have him face the fiend for a little bit. Something happens. Then Bray Wyatt, the old Bray Wyatt comes out. The eater of worlds, the follow, the buzzards, he comes out. You might get some fucking, you might get, you know, the puppets from the Firefly Funhouse involved. Who the fuck knows? But the creativity that you can do with this match alone is just phenomenal. And that's how I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it on that side, on the upside. So that that's my that's my approach. That's my stance on WrestleMania. I feel like this is going to this is it is uncharted territory. We've never dealt with this before. You know, they're trying to make the most out of what they have. And all we can do is, you know, just accept it. You know, Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler, there's a few things that I still personally have an issue with, with Becky Lynch. Um, other than that, I feel like these matches are destined to, you know, they, they can be good. They can be bad. I feel like you're getting more. I feel like without the crowd being there, the the promos are somewhat a little bit better. Like Seth Rollins promo that he cut this past Monday at Kevin Owens. Probably one of the best promos that he's done. Roman Reigns promo. It's been good. 
Randy Orton's promo, we ain't going to talk about that because Randy Orton is a fucking, like, <laughs> his promos is just the, the calculated, low-talking, slow, grabbing, like, pulling you in, like, kind of like a Jake the Snake in the, in, in the sense of how Randy just pulls you in with, the, with his promos that he cuts. Edge cut his promo a couple weeks ago. They're doing good. And that's just how I have to look at it. I can't look at it as one of those fans that are just like, what the hell? There's certain, like the Aleister Black Bobby Lashley match that was thrown out there this past Monday that was announced. Why? Um, Street Profit versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Why? Elias versus King Corbin. (sighs) You know, those matches are the matches that I'm like, why? Why are we getting this? You know, that's my thing. So with that being said, I will be doing another episode next week. I will be going through the card and giving my predictions on the matches. I believe they may announce maybe one or two more matches. I think SmackDown will probably do that. Um, Cause I won't be surprised if we have heavy machinery versus rude and Ziggler. I will not be surprised if that is an actual match for WrestleMania. So that's, that's that. But I also want to do to do, I will be releasing an episode with my prediction for WrestleMania, but I'm also going to release an episode that I'm actually going to start working on. Um, I'm not going to say it's going to come out before or after the WrestleMania show. It has nothing to do with WrestleMania, but it does involve the latest or the season premiere of the dark side of the ring. Um, they did release their second season started on Tuesday. And their first episode was a two parts, a two parter. And it was of Chris Benoit. And if you follow the Instagram page, which is RCW underscore podcast, I did do a story about my opinion on that episode, part one and part two. And I kind of want to give my personal take on Chris Benoit, the wrestler, and then Chris Benoit, the man, from watching the dark side of the ring and watching a couple of YouTube documentaries or people who have done their conspiracy videos talking about this tragedy that happened. So I, I want to do that and that's what I'm going to do. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I am still working on these other episodes that I want to do with the guest host alongside with me. Um, but with this whole coronavirus that just came out and not just come out, but with the whole coronavirus, <laughs> it has hindered a lot of 
things to be moving. So working on what I got to do, um, continue to support, listen to subscribe rate on all the major streaming services. We are on Apple. We're on anchor. We're on Google podcast. We're on Spotify. And like I said, follow the Royal club wrestling page on Instagram, RCW underscore podcast. And I will be back with y'all. Listen, I understand that a lot of people are like, yo, like this wrestling shit is, it's weird now. I understand. As I told everybody in other podcasts that I've done, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And we will get back to a state of normal. So it's just going to take time. So with that being said, everybody, please be safe. Please, if you're feeling any symptoms, if you're feeling any illness, go to your doctor, get checked out. And I say that with the sincerity. This is not the franchise talking to you. This is Charles talking to you. And I just want everybody to be safe out there. Practice Practice the hygiene, practice washing your hands, practice, you know, if you if you cough, practice the cough in your elbow, like practice those things. I know it's repetitive and I know it's things that we should already know what to do, but it's this is showing me that a lot of us did not practice these things. Just saying. So I will be back with y'all. I appreciate all the love. Y'all be safe out there until next time.